Now, as we know that architecture is now not only about design. There has been a great interest of architects and engineers and other stakeholders of buildings in the performance of buildings. Initially, performance was all about energy conservation. But later, with the sick building syndrome, performance also started to include a lot of factors of comfort. By comfort, it can mean like acoustic comfort, it can mean visual comfort, it can mean thermal comfort, and I am going to focus on the indoor air quality. In indoor air quality, there has been a lot of studies on dust, pollen, allergens, pollution, gases. My topic deals with the presence of microorganisms in the indoor air. So, my topic is architect's role in reducing the airborne infection in tuberculosis facilities through natural ventilation. Now, natural ventilation along with many other interventions by architects is a key intervention to dilute the amount of microorganisms present in the air. And if we can dilute the number of organisms present in the air, we can, you know, in a particular volume of space, reduce the number of bacteria, virus in this space, and we can also eliminate, as in by taking them out of the space, we can eliminate the bacteria which are there in the space. Now the problem started when windows started to get closed because we had to use air conditioners to cool the space or to heat the space and in this process we sealed the buildings. By sealing the buildings what happened that there was no air changes, there was no fresh air change, fresh air change or fresh air coming inside and you know stale air from going from inside to outside. So with this there is, has been a lot of studies which states that there is a risk of infection due to this air changes not happening. So my thesis, you know, talks about this area. So it talks about dilutional ventilation and how am I going to measure all that? So there has been a Wells-Riley equation which has related or which has created a relation between air changes and the chances of infection transmission in a space. And if I can measure the air changes per hour in a room, I can from that calculate the possibility of a person getting infection in that space. So how do I measure the air changes per hour in a space? One crude way is to measure the air velocity of the inlets and outlets. But one of the most prudent methods is the tracer gas method in that we fill the whole space with carbon dioxide and then we analyze or we calculate or we simply measure the ppm or the parts per million uh, concentration of carbon dioxide which as we open the doors and windows it decays and by this decay method we know how much of carbon dioxide is being diluted and when it comes to absolute zero levels as in uh, the basic levels at which humans respire 
at that point we know that the air has changed so by that method we can calculate ACH and from ACH we can using the Wells-Riley equation calculate the risk of infection transmission so is it only to do with hospital infection control actually no this risk of hospital infection control is not li limited to hospitals or this TB is not limited to hospitals there's a huge chance of TB spreading in closed areas like community centers like prisons like hostels and more it is so much prevalent in the urban youth because it is prevalent in the air-conditioned buses, air-conditioned metros, commercial airliners. So there's a lot of further scope of research in this area. So thank you. Have a great day.